great. Looks like I didn't get enough time in here before I could get on, on the fucking show. Hello, fellas, gentlemen. It's, uh, it's Jim Ross. Jim Ross, lead announcer, former WWE Hall of Famer. Lead announcer at AEW. Uh, I know you motherfuckers were trying to get a hold of me or wanted me to get on the show tonight so that you could uh, discuss things about All Out, which, by the way, was another fucking home run for us and Tony Khan. But uh, I got a little busy doing a little party tonight, gentlemen. Let me tell you something. That show was fucking awesome. We went, we went out, way out of, above and beyond. And, I'll, and uh, I'll tell you something else. I've been walking around for the past 72 hours with the biggest fucking erection that you've ever seen in your entire life. And I'm going to tell you why. Because we're the fucking best. I didn't even have to take a Bluetooth for this, gentlemen. I've been sitting here just walking around, and the wife at home has been getting all happy about it. Slathering it up with barbecue sauce, just pointing it in her face. Last time I was able to get a photo like this was way back in the day when I was with Bill Watts. Me and Dr. Death were able to like run a train on some of the local town back in the, back in the Mid-South days. We were doing cocaine all night in 1986. I'll tell you right now, there's nothing uh, much better than All Out. We've got the talent, we've got the tenacity, and there's nothing, to, and they've got the best lead announcer at WWE Hall of Fame of all time. So, uh, next time, why don't you uh, give me another try? Maybe we can discuss things when I'm not so fucking high on drugs and drunk. Jim Ross out. Yeah, man, I, I got to say, uh, that was the first uh, pay-per-view I bought in years. That's what a lot of people were saying last night. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking years. Well, I bought a couple of the EW ones already, so... But yeah, last night was definitely the best $50 I ever spent on a wrestling show, for sure. <laughs> In a long time. In a long time. So, yeah, we are back with another episode of Talking Wrestling. What the hell was the name of our show? Our show is called The Wrestling Show. The Wrestling Show. If you ever listen to it. Most generic name ever. But, yes, The Wrestling (laughs) Show. (laughs) It worked. (laughs) It worked. It's as bad as Talking Wrestling. (laughs) Sometimes, sometimes, uh, Sometimes easier is better. Sometimes simple is good. Mm-hmm. But uh, yes. if you ever listen to our, our awesome openings that I do for our show, it's the wrestling show. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> um, yeah, my wife was just telling me that uh, it was the best fucking song pay per view they ever did. Yeah, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. It, it, it was so good. Even some of the ra- a lot of wrestlers from WWE was tweeting. Saying how happy they was for Ruby Soho and Dan- Brian Danielson and CM Punk. It got so bad off. I heard that they had an emergency meeting at Titan Towers about mm. how good the pay per view was last night. <laughs> mm-hmm. They did. That was that's the that's the uh, what what is it the goddamn word on the street is Vince had a meeting and says what. I mean, I, I, I can't... I had some buddies over last night watching it. One of my friends has literally not watched wrestling in 20 years. 20 years. And he's like, wow. He didn't even know who... He knew who CM Punk was. He obviously knew who Christian was. He knew who Matt Hardy was. 
um, and obviously Jim Ross, Tony Schiavone, and all those guys. But he's like, who is this person? He didn't know who even know who Brian Danielson was. Mm-hmm. He didn't know who anybody. So it was really cool to like watch him kind of start to experience it again and like through fresh eyes. You know what I mean? Like somebody yeah. start to get geeked out over again through wrestling. So. Yeah, I guess this will be our AEW um, all-out post-show, um, and it was uh, from the Now Arena in Chicago, Illinois, um, and so the broadcast team for, I guess it was like the buy-in is was uh, was the pre-show. They called it the buy-in, right? Yep. Yeah. And uh, so the buy-in, you had uh, Tony Schiavone, and Excalibur doing the as the broadcast team, and so um, it was the Hardy family office versus and so basically the Hardy family office and Helico Jack Evans Isaiah Cassidy uh, Mark Quinn and Big Money Matt Hardy. <laughs> so th- so that's uh, what uh, what are those guys' names? Uh, Private, Private, Party. Party. Private Party. Yeah, and then the best friends <clears throat> Chuck Taylor Orange Cassidy. And Wheeler, Utah, who's basically like uh, Trent, Trent's uh, injured, right? Yeah, Trent's injured again, yeah. So they brought this guy in. And I don't even know who he is. He just showed you know, up one day. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen him in um, MLW wrestling for a hot minute. Mm-hmm. He wrestled a couple matches on Dark. And yeah. then all, all of a sudden he was with the, with the best friends. Like uh, Orange Cassidy kind of took him under his wing or some shit. Yeah, so, so you got them guys, and then jun- the Jungle <clears throat> Express with uh, Marco Stunt on the side, and uh, yeah, man. So that that was kind of like their, you know, their buy-in, their opening match. It was pretty cool, man. It was funny. I mean, it's, it gives what the gave the fans what it wanted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was funny in the middle of the match. Jungle Boy sat on Luch- Luchasaurus's shoulders, and then and Helico and Jack Evans, and they played a game of chicken like you do in the pool. I was laughing like I don't know what. <laughs> I love Angelico. That guy can wrestle. Yeah. Yeah. Another reason, fellas, to watch. Um, Here we go. Here we yep. go. I'm telling you, man. Just go watch Lucha Underground. All these cats came from Lucha Underground. And Helico, Son of Havoc, and Eva Lee were the trios champions, which was really cool in Lucha Underground. But Angelico was nuts, dude. He'd jump off a freaking balconies into the ring. It was insane. But yeah. Danhelic was awesome. He's really cool. Yeah, and your boyfriend made his return after the end of the match. Who? <laughs> who is? Oh, dude. Yeah, he's he got a pop too, man. Come on now. Yeah, he's been out a while. He's been was, actually, you know, it's. I'm actually glad he is back because the blade was kind of floundering without him. So maybe now yeah. we won't have to watch too many bunny matches and they can get back into their. <laughs> Their tag team shit. Right. I know my my friend was uh um you know commenting and all the girls and everything and she looks who's the bunny he's like she kind of looks he's a sort of with her face like it's like oh, no. <laughs> that's yeah, why they call her the bunny because she like a bunny in the face. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah so that that was a that was a good match um the uh. The, uh, I don't know. I knew that they were going to, they were going to lose, you know, cause that crowd was on fire and they, you know, they want to give those crowds they wanted. And I'm sorry, but like the best friends in Jurassic Express are huge fan favorites. And, uh, I mean, I knew, I knew he, that, he, that they would, uh, I knew that they were going to win, but it, it was a, it was a good, it was, it was cool. It was a good victory. Um, yeah, it was just a warm-up match to get the crowd hype for the beginning of the show. Yep, and after the match, like like uh, Nudie said, the butcher returned, and uh, then they went into the, the the ring and beat the shit out of Orange Cassidy, and then uh, they're gonna try to cut Orange Cassidy's hair off, which was weird. Yeah, and then the Varsity Blondes and John Silver and a bunch of other dudes yeah, come in. Just come back. Are they broken up, the Dark Order? Nah, it looked no, like they're, they're trying they're to break them there, up. Yeah. I think they're going to have, like, two two factions. I think I think I've, I've heard Bray Wyatt's going to to uh, to um, TNA, but I don't think so. I think he's going to come in and take over the, 
the Dark Order and bring them back to where they were. You notice you haven't seen that kid on TV anymore. Right. I think they're kind of gradually going away from that. They might his the guy with the the the, the mask, Pre- Preston Vance, the oh, one no. that the one that that kid likes. Number I think 10. maybe yeah, I think maybe him and uh, John Silver will just break off and be out of the Dark Order because they're really popular. But I think mm. uh, I think uh, Wyatt's going to show up and they're going to try to weave a storyline with um, you know with uh, with uh, what's his name the, the guy who died. Brody Lee. Oh, yeah, Brody, Brody Lee. So, you know, Brody Lee was my friend, and he sent me here to take care of this and get you guys back on track. And I think they're going to cool. do some kind of some kind of thing there. I don't think he's going to TNA. That'd be a waste. It's yeah. Braun that's going to TNA. Yeah, they can have him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> have him and uh, and what's his name? Uh, William H. Morrissey. <laughs> have them fight or big cast. Yeah. Because yeah. So, um, yeah. And then so after this match, you had the American Top Team, which was crazy. Like it had he had Andre Alarsky with and Junior DeSantos with him and and Jorge Masvidal. The Junior DeSantos is like, like if you're into MMA, I mean those are, I mean Jorge Masvidal and Andre Alarsky, they're kind of old timers. They've been around, but Junior DeSantos is super popular. Mm. And and so Dan Lambert, the guy who like he just goes up there and just. Throws fucking crazy promos out, and he, uh, yeah, that was pretty funny. He been doing that shit since he been out there. He been doing that in uh, TNA. So yeah, yeah. I don't know, where is it leading to? Like he well, threatened, he threatened everybody on the roster that night, and nothing happened after that. Mm-hmm. Like I was expecting them to show him or those guys beating up somebody backstage, and you know, but nothing happened. It was so odd. I guess they're gonna <laughs> save it for. Um, Wednesday night or Thursday night for the next couple of weeks, they probably gonna be jumping people or something like that. Cause well, he, basically, he 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 there he getting um Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. That's gonna be his main tag team that he gonna be taking care of. Right, right. Well, yeah, that's that's so they have those guys throw a couple of promos, which they're pretty hateable. You know what I mean? I, I it's just. All ego, Ethan Page and Scorpio yeah. Sky. You kind of love to hate those guys. I mean, they got they got a lot of tag teams, but like now they they're gonna the the Lucha Brothers are gonna need some definitely need some competition, man. Yeah, those those two guys will be good bad guys because <clears throat> you don't want the Bucks to you know constantly implement themselves in the high profile you know for the belt shit. You know, no, I think they're done with that now. For a while, at least. I mean, I could foresee the Bucks getting the titles back later on. Um, oh, we didn't even get there yet. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah. All right. So let's go. So long, let's go. Long way to go. Yeah. So let's let's go into. Uh, so we got Jim Ross joined the commentary team, um, and then uh, we have the TNT champion, the Redeemer Miro, taking on uh, Ed King, Eddie Kingston, the Mad King, and. Uh, <laughs> He 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 wore sh- the crowd chanted "Redeem these nuts." That was pretty funny. Yeah. <clears throat> they made a shirt in like twenty four hours. As soon as he said that shit, the shirt was out the next day. I was mm-hmm. dying laughing. <laughs> well, good for Eddie Kingston. He deserves that money. Yeah, yeah. Like he say was- what you want about Eddie Kingston, but he had his one shot and he made the most of it and he got signed to a contract. And guy's good. I mean. I didn't know much about Eddie Kingston before I saw him on AEW, but the guy can go, and he's and he makes people like me look good. I mean, he's not a in the most <laughs> best shape guy, <laughs> you know. He's like an everyday an everyday guy, and he just says what he wants, and and he can go in the ring, and well, he know, was pretty good. He was he was uh, at NWA for a hot second. Yeah, yeah he I didn't was. really watch that though. He was in NWA for a minute, and then. You see him jump ship over with uh, like uh, Ricky Starks and a couple of those other guys, but um, man, Eddie Kingston came from what? Uh, G- not GCW, but fuck, he was a uh, Combat Zone Wrestling with them guys back in the day. He just he came up the ranks, and then he was in TNA for a while or Impact when it was like 
he was watching it. Yeah, he was fighting with Ortiz and Santana and uh, Homicide. Yeah. Uh, back then, they were like, you know, it was like LAX versus, you know, whatever. Uh, so they did that whole gimmick. So he's been around. The, he's been around for a while, but it's good to see where he's at because, like, he was legitimately fucking when he joined uh, AEW. He legitimately had to sell his fucking wrestling boots to fucking like make money to eat. Like he was broke. Um, but it's good to see where he's at now. I'm happy for the dude. Hope he makes more of it. You know. Yeah, I like him. Yeah. He puts on a good match, you know. And he can wrestle. Him and Miro had a good match, and you know Miro's been pretty much killing everybody in quick matches. And Kingston put on a pretty decent match with him, so you know he looked good. It was a good, it was a really good match back and forth. The Mm -hmm. ending, you know, the ending was whatever, but I guess you know. Yeah, fuck that referee. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I got to say, like, what I liked about this match, um, I mean, there was a lot of back and forth, and it was a smash-mouth match, you know what I mean? And, and yeah. a, a, you know, AEW catches a lot of shit, and I know, like, I'll bust balls, like, on, you know, all the fucking super kicks that get thrown around, and this and this and this, and, you know, the flippy-floppy shit. But what I liked about this, this started off the pace of, like, and and I'll I'll follow it up with the with the end of our podcast what I really liked about this show but yeah this was just like a traditional smash mouth match fucked each other up Eddie Kingston doesn't got a million moves but the guy knows what he's doing in the ring it's great works for him Miro you know the same uh, Miro's great Miro can sell but um, the fans brought it together too you know what I mean Oh yeah you got a hot crowd like that it yeah. really really pushes. You know, each match, it makes each match better just by the way the crowd is into everything. Yeah, and it was just exciting to see a crowd that's actually into the actual wrestling mm-hmm. instead of just being there because they're there. Which we all know a lot of times that's what it looked like mm-hmm. <laughs> on Raw, SmackDown, and yeah. some of Well, and, and this is what I like about it, man. There's, like, you would have seen these two fuckers wrestle on SmackDown or Raw before the pay-per-view. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They would yeah, they, 16 know, times. Exactly. Yep. And, the, and 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 the champ would have lost through eight times. Yep. But still walked away with the title. It makes no fucking sense. It's stupid. So this this is what I like, man. They they save it up, save it up, save it up for the fucking pay-per-view and and and, and the shit squashed. Maybe it will be, maybe it won't. Who knows? But you know, and I like the build up. I liked how Miro, you know, I'm exp- uh, your weak spot, your neck, you know, <laughs> he's exposing yeah. his neck. That was really cool. They're just really working fun angles. But again, at the end of it, you know, even Excalibur fucking yelled, and Miro remains undefeated. <laughs> so it's mm. like, who's gonna, who's, who's up, who's up next for Miro? Because that's a, that's a TNT title. You guys got to keep defending it. You know, right? Do you know what I think for real? The reason why. I think Eddie Kingston might end up getting that joint at the um big stadium show when they be in New York. They probably gonna do a rematch because the way the match ended with the referee fucking up the match, yeah. and they gonna put and they probably gonna put the belt on Eddie Kingston at that big stadium show on the twenty second. Get yeah. that New York pop. Yeah, he's New York through and through, man. So we'll see what happens. And they do those fucking chest chops, man. You see Miro's chest, all the. I mean, that he was fucking raw meat. Yeah. Oh, that shit's gotta hurt, and they Blood do this blisters. every day. Like, oh, shit's gotta hurt, man. He says, "Redeem these nuts," and, uh, <laughs> and then uh, Lana goes on uh, Twitter, "Come home and lay down, and I'll redeem them for you." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be in soon. This the is only mouthpiece. time I lay down is for my hot wife. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be stretching my, my sexy wife. <laughs> she'll, she'll be in soon. Just keep her out of the ring. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. She don't need to be in the ring. No. Well, as long as they don't have start having... Um... Oh, fuck. I forget her name now. The training woman. Oh, what? Oh, uh... Nyla Jax? <laughs> Nyla, Nyla Jax, yeah. <laughs> Nyla Rose. Well, Nyla they don't Rose. start having her power bomb her through tables. <laughs> like, like Nyla Jax was doing, we'll be all right. They ain't going to do no shit like that. <laughs> Nyla you Jax. know what would be really cool? <laughs> you know what would be cool is if they had Nyla Rose uh, 
try to try to steal her away from, and she could make out with her like Bobby Lashley just making <laughs> out with her. <laughs> How much oh, money shit. did you think they threw at them? Just let Bobby Lashley make out with your fucking oh, wife, right? like passionately, tongues and everything. Like fuck, my wife's an actress. <laughs> it's okay, you know. It's yeah. like okay, I guess that's where you gotta look at it. You know what I mean? I All know right. Rusev was Crazy. mad about that shit for real, to be honest with you. But he didn't want to say nothing because he wanted to stay with that paycheck for a little while longer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So John Moxley versus New Japan Wrestling Satoshi uh, Kojima. I, I, I don't look. I watched New Japan Pro Wrestling a handful of times. So a lot of these guys that they're feeding John Moxley, I don't know who they are. Yeah, I didn't know this guy either. I yeah. kind of know who Apparently he was he's a legend. because I seen a couple of his matches online. But yeah, he he a legend. But it was just a basic match. But they was kicking <clears> each other's <throat> ass during that match, though. Well, apparently, yeah. uh, Tony Khan asked Moxley what he wanted to do next after he uh, <clears throat> lost the title and stuff, and he said, "I want to do Japan." <laughs> yeah. He said, I want to beat up all these Japan wrestlers. Yeah. <laughs> Stop bringing them in. And I mean, these are for like, doing. these are for the deep cuts, B side, hardcore wrestling nerds. You know what I mean? That like, yeah, I mean, they knew who the, they knew who the guy was. I mean, th- that crowd, it was very, you know, they knew their wrestling knowledge for sure. Yeah. yeah. So this was just a, a pretty hardcore match, you know, um, back and forth. You know, machine gun chops, all kinds of crazy shit, elbow drops. Um, it was a so, New Japan wrestling match for sure. Yeah, it was, yeah. and 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 it it was cool. It's just the fans loved it. They were you know chanting AEW through the whole thing, and and uh, forearms and rear naked chokes and all that shit. And Moxley obviously eventually wins, and then after the match. Uh, and I've seen this guy before. I know he's legendary, but that uh, motherfucker is crazy. That yeah. came out M- Suzuki. Yeah, Minori yeah. Suzuki. Yeah, and, yeah. and Moxley shakes his head and he's like, "No, <laughs> ain't this motherfucker's a guy that chews into fucking, fucking uh, tubed fucking light bulbs and shit, man?" Like, yeah, I think him and Moxley had like a ton of matches in Japan. That's yeah, why they they know each other well. Well, they're 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 playing that forbidden door angle, right? Like yeah. that's what's going on, and that's what this is all about. It's like, and even the Excalibur's like the forbidden door has been blasted open. So this I is love a new, it. yeah, it's great. I mean, it's you think great. about it. Every pretty much every wrestling company in the world right now, except for WWE, is playing along with AEW and sending guys in and out of Ex- their different locations, except for fucking Vince because he's a fucking douchebag. Well, right. I don't. I'm not sure if Ring of Honor is doing it. Well, um, Ring of Honor is pissed with AEW because AEW took all their wrestlers to make <laughs> AEW. Yeah, I mean, all right, let me rephrase that. Most of the wrestling companies yeah. well, that you got, are active right now are, are all involved with this. TNA and all it does, and, it, yep. it gives everybody more exposure. I mean, you know, you knew of Thunder Rosa, but a lot of people never heard of her before. And now... You know, they're like, this is the NWA Women's Champion, and now she's on AEW, and now look at her. Like, all, it's giving, you know, Camille came in, you know, to mm-hmm. fight uh, Layla Hirsch, and they're, they're doing a lot of stuff. They're making more people aware of wrestling and not just WWE, and it's, right. and it's a good thing. It's and, awesome. and look at Moxley. Moxley is a um, GCW champion. He beat him <laughs> down. Matt Cardona for the belt. Who did right. he come out dressed as? Who? A druid. A druid. A druid. Yeah. <laughs> they were, it was like seven druids in the ring or some shit. And, and it was him. He yeah. beat up all of them but him, and then he and he beat him up. Um. So, yeah, the end of th- this guy come in, Suzuki comes in, and they begin to fucking beat the shit out of each other, and he does a rear naked choke on Smoxley, and he spikes Moxley with the Gotch-style pile driver, and then, you know go to commercial fucking uh we do the uh promo for the AEW and AEW women's world title match which is perfectly placed in this promotion yep. right you know it was a good spot Get, bring him in the a belt into the fucking you know so uh yeah you got Britt Baker and she was uh with uh 
Rebel and Jamie Hader and doing uh, Chris Statlander. Did I say doing Chris Statlander? <laughs> yes, indeed. Wrestling. Mm. I wouldn't mind doing Chris Statlander. <laughs> but D-M-D. Jamie Hader, man. Do you remember Jamie Hader when they first started? She had like black hair. Half When she first, she, she was in AEW like kind of like about a year ago. And she had half black hair and half red hair. And she's kind of chunky, you know. And then, like, and they even said it, man, like, I think on Dynamite last week when she was wrestling Chris Statlander, that she just went and changed her entire entire philosophy on wrestling, her diet and everything. She doesn't even look like the same chick. So if you, like, pull up pictures of Jamie Hayter from, like, a little over a year ago, she just, she's kind of had that Harley Quinn-esque type of gimmick going on. But, man, she looks great. She's in great shape and can't, I mean, obviously, Britt Baker is Britt Baker, but man, Chris Statlander is in fucking shape now, bro. Like she's looking good. Yep. She was tossing Britt Baker around like a damn rag doll during <laughs> that match. I was like, yeah, God the, damn. The women's division has come a long way from where they were when right? they first started. The match was a little clunky at spots, you know, but that's to be expected. And, and, and overall, it wasn't the best women's match I've seen out of Britt Baker, but it was still a decent match. I t- they To me, though, I think they just go a little too long sometimes, you know? Like, she should have never kicked out of that sunset, sunrise thing that she did off the Oh, moves. Pittsburgh Sunrise? Right. Yeah, like, she should have never kicked out of that. That's not a move you kick out of, you know? Well, when Adam Cole does it, he never wins with his matches. Yeah, with but this is women we're talking about, you know? I mean, come on. I get you want to do that lockjaw, but that's like the stupidest submission ever. Like, shit, ba- Britt Baker hit the Falcon Arrow. Uh, yeah, I mean, I love. It was a good match, just clunky yeah. at points. But the, the curve uh, stomp more than once. Oh yeah, yeah, the outside one that looked brutal. Yeah, dude, I like how uh, Orange Cassidy broke character and yelled at Chris Statlander. Yeah, yeah, that, was, yeah. that was funny. They're like, where'd that come from? <laughs> Everybody said that shit. Yeah. Even on commentary. That was perfect. Yeah, it was. Um, I do like that Chris Statlander, and this was such a smart move that she she she's a good she's a good face, um, a good guy, um, and she's tough. Yep. And they they didn't have her lose to a clean one two three. They had her after about two finishing moves, just pa- pass out with the lockjaw. Like she was yeah. just no longer to continue. She passed out. So that was that was a. I think that was a win-win because that was a plus to show how tough Britt Breaker is. She could fucking win to somebody by submission. And Chris Chris Statlander didn't tap out or get pinned. She she fought to the fucking bitter end until she could fight no more. And I I thought that was a just an awesome compliment to both women. You know. Yeah. Right. They built her up for all these months too, which meant something, you know. It's a mm-hmm. it's a big win for Baker because Statlander was, you know, under pretty much undefeated all mm-hmm. this time, pretty much all year. So it was a good it was a good match and you know, the right outcome. I don't think it's time yet to take the title off of Baker. She's she's pretty hot right now and she is. You know, she I don't is. know what's gonna come down the road, but right now she's still on fire and people well, love her. We'll get to it, but we now know who the number one contender is. Um, right. So Alex Marvez was backstage with Andrade, Idolo, and uh, Pac's travel problems, which I guess he was a travel restriction. Yeah. Couldn't come over. I, I kind of wish they would have found a secret somebody for him, man. We're for, thinking it might be COVID, though, because they said the same thing for uh, Sasha Banks, and she's been missing for like three weeks now. <laughs> No, you so, know what the problem with Saucy is? <laughs> she won't get the vaccine, okay. and they trying and they trying to push the wrestlers to get the vaccine now since they're gonna be all around crowds and stuff, and she don't want to get a vaccine. So that's what's her I'm her problem. They don't, is. I'm surprised they don't cut her. I really am. She's always giving them shit about everything. Yeah. Well, they said they supposed to be doing some more um cuts. Soon. Like I know she's like in the top three wrestlers of the female wrestlers, but, but they don't give a fuck. Yeah, nope. I'm so nope. nobody. They don't cut her. Nobody's. I mean, there's, there's rumors out there that Charlotte Flair is going to be leaving WWE soon to be with El Hidro. Oh, there was rumors that freaking <laughs> uh, last night that 
Jericho, his three-year contract is up, and Markley's three-year contract is uh, up, and and they're going to be leaving back to WWE. I'm like, get no, the yeah, fuck out of here! No that nope. ain't happening. So I, mean, I, I guess could see gonna, Charlotte leaving though. Yeah, I could see that, but I, so I guess so they're going to fight Friday on Rampage. So we'll check that out. Yeah, it should um, be a great match. Yeah, it'll be cool. Uh, Andrade is amazing, dude. You have like think about it. You got Andrade, you got Adam Cole, you got um. Malachi Black, and uh, who the fuck else? Uh, is it Miro? Who, Miro. All fucking NXT champs. All you four fucking. Four, oh, oh Dan, never in NXT, right? Yeah, but all fucking four NXT champs in in there. He was he, in the NXT before it became NXT. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So uh, up next, you got the uh, Steel Cage Tag Team Max, Young Bucks versus the Lucha Bros. Match of the night. Uh, yep, Penta El Miedo and Ray Phoenix. Um, man, what a what can you say about this match? It's fucking are amazing. you uh, are you starting to finally come around on the Young Bucks now, young man? <sighs> Look, <laughs> I, my friend said it. He's all you hate them as much as you do. They're doing their job. I was like, all right. I've, I've watched you literally for months. On every AEW post that whatever show up, you were always slagging the Bucks. And now this is like maybe the third or fourth time recently you've actually gave them credit for being good wrestlers. So I think you're starting to come around, man. Yeah, a little bit. A <laughs> little bit. I, I, hey, it's always good to change your opinion. The more, you know, I'm willing to give people a shot. I don't hold, uh, you know, for, for pride or ego reasons. I won't be like you know, hold on to that shit, even though I feel differently. It was a great <laughs> fucking match, man. Like, I, I, I get, I get your point. Okay. Yeah. They throw the, the super kicks up way too much. Now, even in this match alone, that, that spot where they were they all taking turns, each kicking each other. Yeah. I mean, after all the abuse they took, that spot was kind of, kind of silly that to, for them to sit there and do that. But you, what you said earlier, we're talking about the Moxley match and how it was a different kind of match. These, that's the thing with the, you sit down, you watch a Young Bucks Lucha Bros match, you know you're going to see spots. You know you're going to see high flying. You know you're going to see these kicks. And that's the beauty of it. It's not the same boring ass shit. Every well, match is different. Right? You know what I mean? This is a time in the pay-per-view where I could tell you they have given me four different fucking style of matches. Yeah, and that's perf that's the best thing and about it. So I you got me on board with that and that's what kind of and of course we're gonna draw the comparison between WWE and their shitty ass fucking snagnet fucking that's wrestling where I'm going. style. Like right. every every match is rinse and repeat no matter who's in the match. Yep. It's that style of theirs. They can't put on well they can because NXT does it when they when they let them put yeah. on matches like this. They don't all, you know, they're not all the same. That's what makes it fun to watch AEW. And it pisses me off when these WWE shills are like, AEW sucks, rip up their WCW light, blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, drives me insane. Because these, right? these matches are fun. You sit there and you watch them and enjoy it. Raw is on, I'm watching my computer more than I am Raw. Because how many times can I watch AJ Styles fight fucking bro? <laughs> like, they mm. fight 16 weeks in a row. It's like, I don't care anymore. Right. And they having yeah. a whole bunch of rematches again tonight. Yeah. Ugh. I ain't even I didn't. So uh yeah, it looks like they it was really cool. They they threw in a thumbtack sneaker into the yeah. ring. That I was really cool. done that before, but I I've never seen it before, so that was kinda cool. Yeah, that that was cool, man. And I mean man, th th there's just so many good spots in this match, so many to call. It's such a fucking exciting match, like back and forth. All of them just put their fucking. Sh I mean, there was one time like they did a uh, uh, Canadian destroyer off the fucking top rope, and I thought fucking Matt Jackson fucking yeah. like broke his neck, dude. I it, it, so looked, too. it looked pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, I was like, ooh, like if uh, he's laying there just stiff, like they fucking paralyzed him. But nah, that was a good one. Um, but yeah, the the Ray Phoenix got the tack speak sneaker, hit Matt Jackson in the head. Uh, Bucks being just the the fucking heels that they are try to like kind of tear the masks off of and you don't do that off of lucha guys that's no. like you know that's that that for really is a forbidden door do not tear the masks off of people especially your luchadors um yeah i mean i couldn't speak nothing enough of this match and i mean i i i knew going into it for me myself that i felt like the bucks were gonna drop the titles it's, it, it was 
you know, it was time. It was a good buildup, man. You hated these guys just enough. It's like, how much more hate can we get out of them? You know, right. it, the only much more hate you're going to get out of them is you're going to start to hate the back office and the fucking promo or, and the company for pushing these guys. You know, yeah, we like see that people happen. People are starting to hate Cody. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and you'll you'll start you you know you get that with the WWE you start to hate the product and they don't want to hate the product so like okay let's get these guys hated enough just right before you start hating the product and then drop the title that perfect yeah. and you know what I also liked about the match the steel cage match it was pinfall or submission none of that dumbass escape the cage shit you had to beat them to win the match right. Right, and that was just an amazing emotional win. Everybody was bleeding, <laughs> and man, I just thought that was so cool. Like, uh, Penta's fucking family was there watching, dude, and his daughters literally had tears down their fucking face. Did you see that at the end? Yeah. yeah. Well, then they when put- he hugged her, she had blood all over her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they both of them did. His, <laughs> his younger daughter, his older daughter, and his wife—they were all crying, dude. Like. His younger daughter definitely thought that shit was for real, huh? Well, it's, yep. it's emotion. Like you think about it, you know, they've been in AEW now for a year or two, and finally got their shot to run with it, and they they are considered one of the best tag teams in the world. I mean, they're they fucking are. amazing. And now yeah. we get to look forward to hopefully a feud between them and uh, Puerto Rican have, Power Pride. You know, you should right. <laughs> you should have seen the work that they fucking used to do in Lucha Underground. Them too. All right, all right. <laughs> he did it. He did. Good <laughs> lord. Penta <laughs> was their champ for a hot minute. Was Phoenix. I didn't even know they were brothers in Lucha Underground because they used to fight each other. Nobody mentioned that. They were brothers. But yeah, Phoenix is fucking amazing, man. God damn. Yeah. See, okay. I watched a lot of them in MLW. So I already knew about the Lucha Bros before they even came to, um, before AEW even showed up. So All they right. had some good matches on there. So they got a lot of that shit on YouTube. So if you want to go back and watch the MLW stuff, you can just pull it up on there. So we go next to our women's casino battle royale. I'm gonna I'm gonna name off the names. This is uh the winner earns the future women's title match. And uh we'll name off the names Abaddon, Anna J, Big Swole, Diamante, Emi Sakura, uh Sheeta, Jade Cardhill. Jamie Hayter, Kira Hogan, uh, Keelan King, uh, Layla Hirsch, the Native Beast, Nyla Rose, uh, Penelope Ford, Rebel, Red Velvet, Riho, Blue, uh, Sky Blue, Ty Conti, The Bunny, Thunder Rosa, and a mystery entrant at the end. Um, uh, Great match. It wasn't a, as huge of a mess as that I, I do see a lot of these fucking battle royals having. Um, they seem to do okay. Um, but, uh, uh, did anybody notice how Jade Carhill's titties kept falling out? Yeah. (laughs) 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 She she kept wanting just her damn bra for like every five seconds. She is built incredible, but she cannot Mm. wrestle with the... I hope she she improves because she's pretty bad. She needs work. They're pushing her like the, the greatest thing, but she she can't really wrestle. Even on dark and stuff, she wrestles like two seconds, and the matches are over. She I hope she, I hope she improves because they're putting a lot of money and faith into her, and hopefully, you know. I'm I'm just better. I'm just pissed that Abaddon got thrown out right away. Yeah, the crowd yeah. was too. Yeah, that, that and, was and, and uh, the blue. What's her name? Sky blue. Sky blue. That that was their hometown girl. They got mad about her getting thrown out first. I think yeah. she was the first one to go. Yeah. Yep, the but, bunny uh, the bunny played that fucking angle. But I, I well I saw like well you saw that Nyla Rose threw out uh fucking Jade Jade and, and like yeah. I'm like, all right, let's let's see these two building angles. They're big they're big, both Her of them. Titty popped out when she got thrown out too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, uh, the one that I think is like the one most overhyped in the whole women's division is Big Swole. God, she's terrible. And <laughs> she comes out every week, gets her ass kicked, and then disappears for a few weeks. Comes back again, gets her ass kicked. I, I would like to see Diamante just beat the shit out of her in a match. Like, she's I, terrible. I do like how uh, 
obviously my my second wife Thunder Rosa blasted Nyla Rose with a drop kick and just kicked yeah. her out. Yeah, that was, was funny. Th- Thunder Rosa's got some amazing drop kicks. You guys can't deny that. No, she's, she's great. Just, she catches right. air and like holds it for like a second or two seconds, and then boom! It's like, yep. Nyla Rose needs to go away for a while and come back repackaged. And this native beast bullshit's not working. She she doesn't beat anybody. Like she's not a threat to win a title or nothing. And she should have been, you know. Like instead of going with like we talked about before, but instead of having the that Japanese girl win it for a year, Nyla Rose should have won that title right away, for a whole year with it, beat everybody, and then have a Thunder Rosa or somebody come in and then. Just take the title off of her after a year of her dominating the division, but like she just lost, like and she loses all the time. And she it's like kind of her mystique's not there anymore. Like who would be afraid of her, you know? But but you also noticed during this pay per view, all the Japanese girls got out of the match like really quick. Yeah, they should yeah. they should go away from them. Yeah, they were um, I don't know, like some of those. Yeah, yeah, those are kind of old school chicks. I mean, I don't know. I didn't. I don't. I've never been a fan of the Japanese style. Not. I'm not. It's not. I can't say I'm not a fan of Japanese chicks. She's not a fan of that (laughs) style. I mean, Oscar is the only one that I could seriously translated it okay for me. You know what I mean? But uh, at the end of our match, guys, look at this. (laughs) Sorry, had to play that one. Dude, I mean, that was, she got a great pot, man. She she was holding back that smile. Her she was ear to ear, man, almost like she was in tears in her eyes. That how, yep. how well the reaction she got and well deserved. I fucking love her, dude. They was cheering for her before she two minutes before she even came out. <laughs> and what a what and 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 I was, I was and Thunder Rosa did the right thing, man. Like you know, I mean, don't get me wrong, love her, my number one chick, but like. Good back and forth between them two, hanging on the side of the ropes, literally a cliffhanger. You know, they're the last two in the ring, which was amazing to see. They had some really good exchanges. Um, I'd like to see them two work a program. Maybe Thunder Rosa go a little bit of, you know, uh, heel a little bit. She'd be a great heel as well. Um, but Ruby, you know, Ruby's Ruby. She's great. She belongs where she belongs right now. She she fit right in, man. Yeah. Yep, they never- I'm happy for her. Me too. Yeah, they never really did anything with her in WWE, and I don't know why, because she had a unique look, and she kind of would have brought in a younger demographic and brought in the grunge people as well, but they didn't try to capitalize on that. Then they stuck her with that sorry-ass um, ride squad with Liv Morgan and the the wolf chick, whoever her hell name is, <laughs> that didn't even last long. They fired her ass too. So I'm glad that she gets to shine. And another thing that a lot of people don't know, she helped train Breaker a little bit as well. Good. There you go. They're going to have a good, that means that they are going to have a great, and which I hope they have a really good chemistry, you know, uh, because it's gonna, it's gonna see, it's gonna be fun to see where this program goes. I hope they do a nice build, a slow build, or whatever the case may be. Um, but yeah, what, it, what, it, it was cool. My only complaint about that is the goddamn fucking cameraman. It, it just, they couldn't decide whether or not they wanted to be focused on the entrance or the fucking ring, and they kept on missing the names popping up and the chicks coming out to the ring. And then they would just catch it at the barely, at the, they got, they had to figure that out. That and, and that was probably one of my biggest complaints about the pay-per-view, that particular bit of production issue right there. Yeah. You know? yeah. They, they didn't want to leave the ring action. That's what I think, you know? So once it started, they just started naming off them as they were coming out. Cause they didn't want to leave the action in the ring. And I get that. It's hard. Like you don't want to miss something going on in the ring, but you still want to, have the entrances, which is a major part of it. They right. should have did picture in picture with that one. Yeah, yeah. they should have. They should have. So, uh, so Ruby Soho, number one contender, much deserved. Fucking amazing. I wouldn't even want to call it a homecoming, but like, fuck yeah, it was just so good to see her in in a place that actually cares about her. You know what I mean? Um, just just amazing. And up next, we got the uh, 
Are we coming to the end of this program finally? The MGF versus Chris Jericho? I, I, I hope so. so. Yeah, I'm a little tired of it, guys. Got to be honest with you. <clears throat> so he came out to his Demo God gimmick tonight, not the Pain Maker or Le Champion. He was the Demo God tonight, Chris Jericho, for their final fight. And if Jericho loses, he'll never wrestle in AEW again. My friend kept on saying, no, he's going to lose, bro. If he loses, he's going back to WWE. That's where he wants to retire is WWE. I'm telling you, he's going to lose. <laughs> I was like, shut the fuck up. He ain't going. He's those three-year contract is up, bro. He's going. To shut the, he ain't going nowhere. Oh, what about no. MJF coming out to the oh. Y2J entrance? That was laughing like shit. <laughs> yeah, the crowd really thought that was Jericho, too. Yeah. Oh, he's great. Best heel in the business right now, man. Um. Yeah, it was cool. I mean, it was a it was a good back and forth. It was your MJF Jericho match shit that we hadn't seen before. But the fun the fun part about this match was like you know the whole swerve at the end. You know, Jericho yeah. throws his foot up at the end of the match, and you know that shit was pretty funny. The crowd was gonna gonna get up there and kill that referee that she fucked up on that um call. Yeah, oh, glad the crowd the... was like, "Oh fuck again!" He cheated. Like every match he beat Jericho, and he cheated. Like, yeah. like oh again! <laughs> like, come on! Chant bullshit! I yeah. was dying laughing. They weren't ready for Jericho to retire. That's for well, sure. We hadn't seen Wardlow or Jake Hager in a quite some time, so it was good to see them throw down in the middle of the match when Wardlow came down to interrupt. Um, yeah. and then obviously, Chris Jericho does. Finally, uh, after the match is restarted because the ref fucked up, um, Jericho uh, went for the Judas effect and MJF dodged it, and uh, he he was he was doing that salt of the earth armbar, but Jericho tra- Jericho transitioned into the lion tamer and did a submission and made MJF tap out, and his career is going to continue. So that was a good effective ending too. Like yeah. that they have not. Since I I can remember since them starting, I've not done a restart on a match like that. So it's good that you know they pulled it out in this match and they don't use it all the time. So it's a good I think it works. You know it worked for the match because it's not like they do it every fucking week. Right. I almost thought Jericho was going to lose that match. I thought he was going to tap out at the end. Yeah. They had so you mean going. restart the match and then lose again anyway? Uh huh. I had yeah. kind of had a feeling that was going to happen. But yeah. I'm glad they didn't is, because that would have still pissed people off. Is this this is what the second or third official loss MJF has? Something yeah, like second or third, yeah. He doesn't yeah. lose often. Yeah, that was a good one. And then uh, the, the inner circle comes out and celebrates with Jericho. That that was really cool. So they're still together, you know, because you don't really see much of uh, the pinnacle together. Really, I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of we don't know what's going on with. Uh, the other guys, like you don't see a whole lot of the Canadian God, Sean Spears, and you're not seeing a lot, a whole lot of uh, FTR. Yeah, they're. Yeah. I, I don't. Know, maybe they're injured. I, there's something weird going on with those guys right now. Oh, he just came back last week. Yeah, yeah that so, fucking was nasty. You know, he was out for a while with that gash, but yeah, it, it was it just me or was that guitar entrance fucked up from? Yeah, Jericho's it was fucked up. It didn't yeah, sound good at all. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they didn't the crowd didn't know how. Right. Yeah, the crowd didn't know where to sing, and what, cause it was bad. Like they they just started singing because yeah, that guy was he was off. trying to he was trying to catch up with them. They were trying to catch up with him. Yeah, <laughs> the timing it was pretty bad. And then uh, we got um, which was really cool. The, the um, first main event of the evening. <laughs> which yeah yeah the uh, CM Punk Darby Allen uh, match. Which was, uh, you know, which which is what I expected. An actual um, wrestling match. Mm-hmm. It was good, man. Darby Allen. I mean, he took some fucking heavy spots like his back on that fucking ring post. Oh, yeah. I know. Fuck. It's amazing they don't break their backs when they slam them into the post like that, or even the the apron, the ring apron and stuff. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, yeah, it started off really slow, and I was like, okay, punks, you know. He's trying to work the ring rust off, and it, it was like just a really slow build. But as it got going, it got it was a really good match. I like Punt's new uh, ring gear. I thought that was really cool. <laughs> he ain't want to show off them bony ass legs he got. That's why he put the pants on. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> his bony ass legs. No, um, Punk looked great. I mean, he's older. He's a little slower. He was a little rusty, you could tell. Um, but all in all, it's kind of what I expected. It was a wrestling match, and it was a slow down. They did some 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 holds. Um, but I, I like I I really liked it, and I mean, I think we all knew the ending of what was going to happen. I mean, <laughs> I don't, I, I think, uh, th- this is what I liked about it, man. I mean, again, it was a good back and forth. There's some, se- you know, selling on both sides, you know, um, it's about what we expected. Uh, punk, uh, did the, uh, D- GTS on, and pin Darby. And, um, I, I just, I liked it because like sting walked out at the end and like, they kind of did the whole ring of honor type of thing. Everybody shook hands. They're like, all right, you know, you got my respect, you know, yep. there was but, a sign of respect with everybody. Yeah. And Darby didn't lose anything from losing this match. Cause it took two GTSs to beat Darby Allen, not one. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. Oh yeah. He'll never lose any, even if he loses, he's way over with the crowd and you can't have punk lose his first match back. No, right. No. And, uh, Next match was uh I I, I gotta the be honest break. guys yeah this is the pee break <laughs> <laughs> I went outside with my friends while they smoked cigarettes and we just kind of bullshitted a little bit but this was that match the uh, Paul White versus Q T Marshall didn't really I don't even God. know what happened he couldn't even move like he tried to he got on the mat a few times and he tried to get up I was like good lord he can barely even roll off the mat yeah yeah that was just a that, they had a match for about four minutes, had a couple of promos. That was enough time for people to go to the bathroom, get their food, and get their last t-shirts and shit before the main event. Right. And I, I went to pee during that match, too, even though I'm at home, but still. Yeah, <laughs> they wanted everybody to, to, to slow down. Uh, they wanted to kind of bring everybody down. You know, they didn't want everybody to get too hyped up with two fucking awesome matches in a row. Let's bring them down just a little bit. Just yep. so we can bring them back up just a little bit more. So that was a great, great idea on the production of this pay-per-view. Um, and then uh, I would assume fucking Paul White got the choke slam and pinned him, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. basically. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> yeah. So next match, which is really cool, uh, the cleaner Kenny Omega. With Don Callis versus the Impact uh, champ uh, Christian Cage, pretty much just a sequel to what they did when Christian won the Impact Championship. Um, nothing too new here, but it was just a build up to the end, really. Yeah, yeah. I kind of feel like the um, Rampage match was better than this one. Yeah, too many V triggers, Kenny Omega. We were, we were watching it last night. Too many V triggers, Omega. I, I agree. He relies on that way too much. Yeah, yeah. it's just it, it, that, it's I like his style. Kick. I like the way he wrestles, but yeah, he relies on that V trigger way too much. And when you're kneeing somebody in the face, it should be enough to knock somebody out when you're doing that. And he does it like five, six times a match, and it's a little bit much. There was that spot where uh, they they landed on the table, and that the arm or the leg of the table. Pointed upward, oh, and cut, cut yeah. Christian's side. Like, dude, lucky that that didn't go in him because that guy would have been fucked up. I yeah. thought he broke his fucking ribs, dude. Yeah, but that was it, pretty bad. It hit right below the ribs, so which was good. You see, Omega fucked up when he was trying to do the springboard off of the railing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Saw you fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> he, hey, you see what he did? He turned to the corner and said, "Did I do that?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He he made fun of himself, which is good. But um, yeah, one winged angel um, off, was the, top off rope. the top rope, which was really cool. I know he wasn't going to kick out. Nobody's ever kicked out of the one winged angel. I think somebody in Japan, his old partner, did one time. That was yeah. it. Not off the um, top rope, you're not. That's no. Sure. So and uh, Excalibur sets it up right. Who can dethrone the uh, AEW cha- world champion? Uh, Young Bucks come out to help celebrate. You know, good brothers join them, the elite. They all start to beat up Christian Cage. Jurassic Express comes out. Beat their you know, asses. They get their asses beat. And then Kenny Omega. And I, I know, look, guy's good. He's he's their champ. He sucks on the mic. I'm sorry. Well, that's why he's got callous with him. Yeah. Right? 
he's like, you know, are you starting to understand Chicago? Does that whole thing? You know, nobody's gonna. And then Adam Cole's fucking shit hits the ring. Goes the entry place goes dark, and then Adam Cole comes out to the ring. And, I like this music. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yep. Give yep. it to say what you want, but AW is pretty good with pairing the music right with the with some of it's generic, but for the most part, they hit it pretty well out of the park with the music. Mm-hmm. Even, I mean, I like even though that even though that one is kind of a rip off of Undisputed Era. Oh, song, of course, of course, but. It's not expected. Dude, w, du, dude, there's probably WCW back in the day, like in the mid-90s, ripped off like Even Flow from fucking Pearl Jam, Nirvana. <laughs> Nirvana. Like, oh, dude, they ripped off so much yeah. shit. Self-high five. It wasn't even the fucking thing. But yeah, man, he fucking does the fucking the thrust kick and fucking hits Jungle Boy with it and hug the Bucks. But he got a fucking pop, right? Oh, yeah. Jeez. It's yeah. another guy that you don't like as a wrestler. Maybe now in AEW he'll change I will. your he he'll change you. Listen, listen. I never said I didn't like him as a wrestler. I just say he's like he's small. tiny. He's <laughs> tiny, and he is. You can't say he's not. He's a tiny dude. But WWE is the land of giants, bro. And like. You just gotta fuck. He'll be. This is. He's good here. He'll be fine. So him and Marco Stunt should have a battle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll look big. He'll look big next to Mark. No, he, he'll, he'll be fine. But uh, they all do the hug. Fucking crowds like booing and shit. And then boom, Daniel Bryan's music hits. Oh, that Brian, was a pop. Brian Danielson. That rivaled CM Punk's pop. Yeah, the first the first night he came out, they, they were loud. Yep. And I like too. They just teased enough of that Valkyrie song, and then it went into its own thing. Yeah, yep. You had uh, a hip hop remix to that shit. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, that hip hop joint at the beginning—I'm not a big hip hop guy—but that hip hop Mexican hip hop joint before the Lucha Bros is pretty dope. Those fucking yeah, no, that wasn't for me. <laughs> I text somebody like, "What the fuck is this?" Nah, That's that their was... theme song. This is bad as Bad Bunny. Ah, uh, but uh. Danny Sloan clears out the ring. Omega runs. Everybody runs. And he he beats up Nick Jackson, hits him with the ring. And, uh, you know, I mean, basically, like, they all celebrated in the ring together, man. And and we were like, we knew somebody was going to come out, but we didn't know who. And I would have definitely felt like, a really empty feeling WWE finish. If that was just the end of it, if if Omega said, you know, did his without further ado bullshit, yeah. right? Like, and they just ended it. I'd be like, ah, all right, you know. But man, they fucking gave you two fucking cum shots at the end of that one, man. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad I stayed awake too, because I was I was crashing during that Christian match, and I was like, uh, I know he's, I know Daniel Bryan's coming out, so I'm like, I'm gonna stay awake. I'm gonna stay awake, and. And then Cole came out, and I was like, all right. <laughs> and then he came out, like, holy shit. Like, double, like I got goosebumps because it was like a double a double whammy, like you said. And yeah, it was Daniel fucking Bryan, amazing. Daniel Bryan that got bigger than what he was at WWE. He didn't put on some weight. Yeah. He's he, happy, though. I watched a promo of his with, when the cameras went off, and he just said, you know, I don't know if you guys watched that promo, but talked about three reasons why he was back. And, you know, one of them was, you know, wrestling. And he's, I always took wrestling. And it was kind of contrary to Punk's promo where he's like, I took, he goes, I took wrestling everywhere I went with me. It never left my heart. And uh, even, and I always said wrestling even when I would get in trouble and wasn't allowed to say wrestling. And then he goes, and um, the second reason why he came back was for the fans. And the third reason why I came back and he points to fucking Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus is because of these guys. You know what I mean? These guys who believe in this company. And he goes from the very fucking beginning. And I, I want I want to be in a place like this that people believe in the company. And, and there's an excitement, you know, like and that that's what he, he said. And it was like, you know, what? He hit the nail on the head. If you can track that promo down, go watch it. It's really cool. Somebody filmed it with their cell phone, but it's 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 good enough. But um. <laughs> And I heard he said, unlike Punk, I want to kick all y'all asses. Yeah. He's all, and then at the end, he's all, now it's time to fucking wrestle. He said it just like that. 
It's like, whoa, the crowd just fucking lost their shit. You know what I mean? But it, it, he didn't motherfuck Vince. He didn't motherfuck any of those guys. But you always got to ask yourself, do you know that fucking Punk was offered a lucrative amount from WWE? You know that fucking, um, uh, what's his name, Adam Cole. You know that Brian Danielson was offered a lucrative amount. The, you know, these guys are guys who were not dropped, you know, out of their contracts. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, well, Punk obviously has been gone for seven years, but the, the latter two were not dropped from their fucking contracts. They were being counted offered by the WWE and they said no. So that well, that speaks fucking volumes. I'm sorry. With, with Cole's contract, they didn't know it was up until the last minute. And, <laughs> and, and, he, so they, stuck, and he stuck around to finish out the match with for Kyle O'Reilly because he said he didn't want to leave without them having their match and, and finish it and blow them off. But his contract ran out SummerSlam weekend. But and he you stayed know, long enough to finish that match. You know what I'm liking about these guys? is These guys are like, they're not motherfucking the WWE. Even when you listen to like, I mean, you can hate the WWE and I, I, I don't care for it. I don't care for their business model. I don't care for their corporate structure. I don't care for the way they do shit. But like, it's good that these dudes are being professional and, and taking the high ground. I mean, I know everybody likes the drama, but I think that's really cool. I mean, Malachi Black took the high ground when he fucking did the podcast with Jericho. He's like, hey, man, They're like, I don't understand it. I don't know why he goes. And, you know, I hit I hit a wall there and he goes and that was getting ready to fucking revamp, redo. And I was on my way of doing that. And it was like, but it got really hard to climb that impossible wall that they were putting up there for, up for you, you know? So, but man, and, and dude, I mean, and next who we got Bray. Bray. Now he is going to be the one I'm interested in to hear his podcast with Chris Jericho when they do the interview. Cause I want to hear what the fuck was going on backstage with him and why they was dogging him out the way they did. Now that's the interview I'm waiting for to come up because you know, it's going to happen. Yep. I'm just very excited to see where wrestling's at nowadays, guys. I think it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Even though the other show sucks like shit, but oh. hey, you don't have to watch it. After, like they said, there was a report today that they were having an all meeting with the writers today. Uh, in WWE, but then I just read that Vince isn't going to be at Raw tonight. So, what it'll, be interesting, it'll be interesting to see what happens. If they change, are they going to continue with the same bullshit? They, they're, I don't want to see Johnny Drip Drip anymore. I want to see fucking Johnny Mundo. I want to see the old John Morrison. No more of this Drip Drip Dripstick bullshit. No more <laughs> of the fucking Miz bullshit. I want them to fucking wrestle. And I want them to put on matches that they put on in NXT and make this the best time in the world to be a wrestling fan once again, like it was when we had WCW and the NWO going against the Attitude Era. You kept, that wrestling was fucking amazing. I yeah. want to be I want to be a super wrestling fan. I want to look forward to watching wrestling every goddamn night of the week like I used to back then. But enough you of can't. This, enough of this shit. It's time to goddamn change. Triple H, Stephanie, if they have to fucking make the old man go into a freaking mental asylum, then they need to do what they need to do and get this shit going because he's 76 fucking years old. It's time to move on and relax with your life. Let the kids take over and let's get this shit going. Let's there you fight go. Like, fight like they know how to fight and put on some shows like they know how to put on some shows. Uh, all Vince cares about one person in the company right now to get over that's it, and that's all. Roman Reigns. He don't yeah. give a shit about nobody else. He don't even give a shit about damn Bobby Lashley. Yeah. He the damn WWE champion. He got the belt that has the longest lineage. Yep. He got him doing dumb shit. And, and that Universal title, for what, four or five years? And they putting all their money into that with old Buckethead-ass <laughs> Roman Reigns. Shit. <laughs> well, here's my final rant. Uh, Vincent and uh, the WWE have gotten stagnant due to uh, lack of competition because they bought them all up. And uh, now they have real competition in the, in AEW. And I really hope that the WWE uses this opportunity for much needed improvement. It's not going to happen. You know why? 
because they have somebody as a president of the company that's not even a wrestling person. He knows nothing about wrestling. All he knows is because Vince McMahon deals. is going to make money despite himself. So, yep, <laughs> he he yep he hired that Nick Khan person out, out of nowhere. All he cares is about business deals and cutting people's contracts and firing people so he can keep the bottom line low so he can make it look like they're making a whole bunch of money. There That's it. all it is, is about business deals because once they get their business deals, they don't care about the product because the w, some WWE fans go just to go and they don't know no better and they watch just to watch because they don't know no better and it don't get any better at all. You see the same fucking the wrestling 10 people show. wrestling, and then when you do get attached, attached to somebody in WWE, they do some dumb shit. Uh, they use them enough just to get their favorite over and then throw them to the wayside. Look have it. at Cesaro. They don't, they make, hike that man up for, for what? Nothing, and you ain't seen him do shit since. Yep. Yep. So, um, final rating on the pay-per-view for me was a 9 out of 10, not a 10 out of 10, because, again, very nitpicky shit. I mean, I could have done that with the QT Marshall big show match, but I understand yeah. it had its place. And then the the camera angles and camera work, more production issues with the women's uh, uh, casino battle royal match. Um, they could have, they need to figure that shit out, like Willow said. So for me, 9 out of 10. What about you guys? I gave it a 10. I don't even count that Big Show match. I count that as the P-break match, so I, I don't even care about that damn match. So I give it a 10. <laughs> I give it. I said to Willis last night it was a 9 out of 10, and I'm going to stick with that. I oh, agree that the, the Big Show match could have been left for dark. Yep. I mean, yeah, it's a, it calmed the count, the crowd, <sighs> got the crowd down a little bit for the ending, but uh, yeah, I... That match didn't need to be on the, especially that high up. Yeah, but yeah, overall, probably the best pay per view in the last ten fucking years that I've seen. I know, really we're good. Raw hungover. <laughs> <laughs> we have the pay per view hangover. Really good, man. It delivered. We all much needed uh, after just years and years and years of disappointments of WrestleManias and the WWEs. I think the last WrestleMania I liked was when Seth Rollins came in and cashed the money in the bank in. <laughs> like, that shit was funny. <laughs> that was awesome. That was fucking cool. That was the last one I fucking enjoyed. But, uh, alright, guys. Well, I guess we'll see you on the flip. Alright. Hopefully you enjoyed the show. Yeah. yeah. We might be back for Extreme Rules. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I need to watch that. I don't know if you can get me to watch that shit. <laughs> well, I got my... Five dollars I'm paying for my peacock, <laughs> so I'll watch it just because. Oh, of exactly. Oh, I'll watch it, but. <laughs> All, All right. right. All right, guys. We'll see you. Good night. Have a good one. Bye. Wrestling Show.